So, Paul. Yes, Paul. What kind of Halloween costume could you hastily repurpose into a movie prop? Oh, repeat the question, please. I was looking really dead in the face and <laughs> forgot what it was like to actually <laughs> interact with in a person. person. Yeah, I'm not used to this. Okay. Okay. You've got to make a movie. Yes. Your budget is non-existent. Okay. You can get, you've got a gift card for a local Halloween costume shop. Yes. Okay. And you've got to go in there and come out with something that you can repurpose slightly yeah. into being a terrifying brand new movie monster. There's there's a shop around the corner that yeah. sells loads of crap ornaments. <laughs> if I, if I, there's a the $10 FPOS minimum. So I, I get about six of those, tape them around my head, <laughs> run into the park and just... The rest writes itself. The rest writes itself. Yeah. The rest is itself. The rest is itself. <laughs> it's in and of itself, inferred from within. And uh, Tarkovsky? 12 Hungry Children Later and you've got yourself a movie. cannot <laughs> we're in the middle of another decade so let's slide our tired battle scarred bodies into that sweet sweet broth that you can only find down the history hole down the history hole oh i love that jingle who wrote that <laughs> who wrote that genius bit of work fucking great was it you cat was it elmer bernstein it might have been <laughs> during his blacklisted period belma ernstein <laughs> belma ernstein <laughs> b apostrophe elmer <laughs> But Elmer. <laughs> oh Christ, we are sticking with the cinematically generous 1950s for 1953's Robot Monster. There's a lot going on. There's so much going on, I really feel it was the atomic age. With the swiftness of a deadly cosmic ray, the Earth is invaded by indestructible moon monsters. Their ghastly mission, death for all humans. <laughs> Astounding technical developments are being made to protect mankind. Robot Monster brings you an actual preview of the devastating forces of our future. Unsuspected revelations of incredible horrors that will terrify you with their brutal reality. There is no escape from me. 25-year-old director Phil Tucker's first film made for a princely $16,000. 16 bucks. <laughs> $16.50. All of which... He spent on paying a man, bribing a man to trudge through the desert <laughs> in the most ridiculous costume you've ever seen in your fucking life. They were friends. <laughs> and then at the end he charged $16.50. They, yeah. Yeah. They were. <laughs> I'm going to charge you 50 cents for every time I want to kill you. There were no three men, but the voice of Roman, John Brown, was in Strangers on a Train. Really? Yeah, how about that? That's pretty much the only aspiration to greatness throughout the whole thing. Oh, great. Um, and the film was shot in the same famous movie cavern as Mad Men of Manduras. Yeah. Does that cavern repeat anywhere else in the history of cinema? Oh, God, yeah, it's everywhere. Okay, fantastic. So it's going to come around. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get that cavern. <laughs> we'll, we'll add it, I'll add it to the three-man list. Cavern. Gavin. <laughs> Gavin Cavern. Gavin the cavern. <laughs> We're on to you, Gavin. <laughs> on to you. Prick. There's only so long you can disguise yourself as a geological feature <laughs> before we can start getting on you. When we know actually that you're an amateur rugby player from Cardiff. <laughs> Just been lying down very flat, wide and cavernous. <laughs> on to you, Gavin. <laughs> 
Um, we do also have previous Oh What a Lovely Score contestant, um, Elmer Bernstein, who previously did the music for Wild Wild West. It was wiki. <laughs> he was grey listed at the time um, for his left wing politics. Uh, so was only working on this kind of thing. Dangerous. Yeah. But one day he would be working with Kenneth Branagh. Uh, <laughs> make it all Branagh worth film. it. He did also make The Great Escape, Seventh Seal. Uh, sorry, Magnificent Seven. <laughs> also The Seventh Seal. I don't know if you remember that bit. Like, I will play this game of chess with you, Def. Def. Dun, 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 dun. Look at that cat. So he's just up on the fucking stove, looking over. He doesn't know what he's doing. Look, <laughs> listeners at home, this is the this is the oh, very yeah. first time that we are uh, we are recording in the same room for a long, long time. Audacity isn't following the screen, so it looked like it wasn't recording for a second there. <laughs> I uh, shat myself. Now we both have to deal with it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I have to look at Paul's face in in the flesh. In 4D. In the facely flesh. And <laughs> I'm getting hit by water, snow, <laughs> vibrations. Paul's hugging me and occasionally he'll rock cry. Change body temperature rapidly. And when we say rock, we mean like hard rock. <laughs> Just occasionally rock out, then cry. And then come in all over everything. It's terrible. It's a real nightmare. And also, it's the first time I've recorded and also lived in Mel- Melbourne. I've yeah. like, been alive in. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's not easy. No. It's, 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 it's a general atmosphere. Like, muster up comedy when you're satisfied with things. <laughs> Any second right now, we could be at the beach instead. Yeah. And that does make it harder to think about the mad men of robot monster. Mad Men of Robot Wars. We do also have a cat who I think the toy that he was trying to eat the other day and like he has now shrug, eaten. shrug off shrug off his mortal coil. Yeah, he's lost it and he's really keen on getting it back. So that will feature <laughs> at some point. He is extraordinarily suicidal, <laughs> and we're going to keep you up to date as to his attempts throughout yeah. this episode. Stick with us, people. It's going to get better. <laughs> he's figuring. He's he's got a book of nooses up. <laughs> um, luckily, he can't read it because he is just a fucking cat. But he's got it in front of him somehow. He understands the pictures, though. It's, it's lovely for that. Oh, genius. In spite of being a movie that we're covering on this podcast, it actually did well at the box office. Oh. Made 62 times its original budget. Whoa. But uh, typically, that didn't impress the critics much. Oh, no fun in life. Yeah, exactly. Can't you just respect the average enterprising man? Michael Bay. Phil Tucker. (laughs) A critic whose name has been lost to the ages, but Um. writing for the Harrison's report, uh, says, The story is completely illogical, and the supposed monsters from another planet are laughable. Even the acting at times is ridiculous. Even the, Even acting. the acting. Even the acting, which is the last thing you expect. <laughs> I am ordered to kill you. I must do it with my hands. How is it you're so strong, Roman? It seems impossible. We Romans obtain our strength from the planet Roman. Relate our individual energizers. Small enough to carry with you? No. Mine is in the cave. The film has 35% on Rotten Tomatoes and has subsequently gained a cult following as one of the worst movies ever made. Mm. So, Paul, you pitiful human. Ah. What's one thing about Robot Monster that made you want to be milked before you come home at night? Um, the, the, the Kubrickian the Kubrickian <laughs> music opener, I thought. The very confronting <laughs> opening piece. Alright, look, let's get round to what happens in the Robot Monster 1953. Oof, what does happen in the Robot Monster 1953, Paul? <sighs> not, not much, and then yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, was, there, was there a time in the 1950s when feature length was an hour, <laughs> and you just well, had to I, get over that? Kind of, because this would have presumably been like the B feature in a double bill. Yeah, people have right. places to be, cigarettes to smoke, dames yeah. to smack around the face. Yeah. 
you know, it all was of which a, is in this. All of which you can see in this. It starts with little Johnny and little Susie. I don't I remember the actual name. Johnny come lately and Susie come quattro. <laughs> <laughs> they are fucking around with their toy gun. Um, and decide to go and threaten a couple of actual strangers. Scientists, no less. Scientists. Scientist Roy, the danger man. The and, and fucking Werner Herzog, the scientist <laughs> man. you say something? He says we must die. Oh, well, if you insist, but come here. Wouldn't it be nicer if we could live at peace with each other? Okay, I'll be from a friendly planet. <laughs> They're quite a pair. No one's sure where they got their degrees, how or what. Um, one of them's wearing a leather jacket, one of them's wearing a polo, a polo neck. It's yeah. not a polo neck, a turtleneck. They're wanted in at least every country. <laughs> at least once. <laughs> Um, and in spite of that, and that's how they've ended up in a cavern. So Johnny's mum show, oh, well, Johnny and Susie's mum mm. shows show up. Mum and grandmum, yeah, uh, show up in well, order to. Look at that Paul. She doesn't oh, look at she's, oh, she's, she's not the queen. Yeah, well, she's one of those 50s style dolls. Yeah, you know, like the queen. Oh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when everyone, oh, yeah, when everyone wanted to just fuck the queen? <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember when we wanted to fuck the queen? <laughs> when we fucked the queen. Yeah. The thing is, the parents show up and take them off, and they have a picnic. <laughs> mm. Um, which Aww. is boring, so they fall asleep. They all fall asleep. All fall asleep instantly. 50s. Yeah, dreadfully. But they've Lead all, poisoning. Yeah, they got all their cigarettes in, and um, the radiation poisoning from the nearby John Wayne movie wafted over, and they all fell asleep. And um, Johnny wakes up, because he's, so, he's, he's the youngest, and he's full of all that piss and vinegar that all they that had back then. All that spunk, spunk he's got. Yeah. That he's got no idea what to do with. And Young Darman. <laughs> literally full of it. And he, he goes off. And he walks around a bit, kind of ambles around, and then boom! Lightning! Explosions! Dinosaurs! Bubbles. The world is nonsense now! A couple of bubbles! <laughs> yeah, we get a montage of stock footage from Man and His Mate, 1 million BC, Lost Continent, and Captive Women. Oh, great. And then he wakes up and wanders around a bit more. Not Tree of Life, though, Paul. No, they didn't include any of Terence Malick's seminal masterpiece, Tree of Life, and there was some easily some worse dinosaur effects they could have laid their hands on. <laughs> just really want to get across how shit it looks in Terence Malick's Tree of Life. <laughs> really want to just fault that really beautiful film yeah. for the shitty dinosaur. They should have gone to Stan Wils- Wilson. Winston. Wilson. Stan Wilson Stan is Smith the knockoff well. Sam Winston. <laughs> He doesn't do dinosaur effects at all, but he he needs the money, so he takes the <laughs> jobs when they go. come in. <laughs> sure, I'll do the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh fuck me! Yeah, he, so he that wa- happens. Well, he wakes up. <laughs> he, uh, I mean, oh god, here it comes. He wanders into the cave, the archaeologist's cave, and finds that it is now inhabited by a horrifying beast. Oh, I don't. I, true terror. It is hard to fully express the um, gravity. Oh. Of this. Well, give it a go. Momentous beast, I will. Imagine a dude, mm. Barry from down the corner. Oh yeah, Barry. In a shit gorilla costume that's too big for him. And a crap tinfoil space helmet plastered on instead of the monkey face. <laughs> and then imagine him clumsily ambulating around to rocky <laughs> terrain. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that the eight mask was under the helmet as well. <laughs> Didn't take <laughs> it off. <laughs> Wasn't allowed. <laughs> I can't do this. I hate this. I hate you, Phil. <laughs> Phil Tucker, director. You said you wanted to be in the movies. See? Uh. You didn't want to take it off. <laughs> so I made you put it on. He said you were going to live the role. Really get method with it. Jump, monkey. Dance. Get up at least. 
Bar- Barry? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get this man a cigarette. <laughs> so yeah, he's there. there's a monster there with a rubbish mask. And he and a bu- and a bubble machine and a big bubble machine, <laughs> a big bubble science. machine that you could advertise the kids and yeah, he has apparently wiped out the entire human race. But for eight people, <laughs> but for eight wonderful people, the only chance is that we now have yes, in a, in the same valley. So <laughs> yeah, luckily they are nearby. <laughs> he killed everyone except these fuckers, and the fuckers are uh, Doctor Scientist Man yeah. Werner Herzog, Doctor Herzog, um, who has now subsequently married. It seems. Um, Grandmother, hot fit queen grandmother. Yeah, I guess so. He yeah. fucked the queen. He did. God, fuck Britannia. So yeah. those two are now a couple. Yeah. And then you've got um a lot Alice Do- and Doctor the Fonz. Sexy Mum. Yeah. Um well Doctor the Fonz hasn't shown up yet, and you also have um Susie and Johnny. Yeah. And that's the family unit into yeah. which Roy emerges. What? Now they've all been Roy kept Orbison. safe, they think, by tech of yeah. some sorts. Crazy um, nifty tech. Crazy lefty tech that's going to get you banned from Hollywood but will keep you alive in a case of a monster invasion. They're trying to contact the space platform. Yeah. And it's, um, someone suggests maybe we could try and reach the space platform. That's ridiculous. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Oh, that'll be the space platform. <laughs> get it, will you, it, get it, with it, you, <laughs> <laughs> My God, that's brilliant. Hang up. <laughs> so, what we're going to do is we're going to send a couple of rocket men up there mm. in order to spread the antibiotics that they've got, which yeah. are keeping them immu- uh, immune from the uh, death race. If we put some into space, <laughs> they will disperse. In the non-air. <laughs> if we immunize the army on the space platform, they will return and destroy the unconvincing monster. <laughs> so that's 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 it. Yeah. And the and the gorilla fucker, um, in a very mm, Power Rangers way. You know when it's filmed in Japan. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then they just ADR the American over it. Yeah. Um, but look at all the flips they can do. Um, he deliver he delivers through many many fist bumps and uh, yeah and, and hula shakes but, uh, actually haha he's figured it out he's got their number yeah I mean he didn't he he was having trouble detecting their presence mm. and then they got into a fucking rocket ship and blasted into space at which point he was able to spot them oh there they are yet I might have had trouble locating the other two had they not taken off in a rocket ship and revealed their presence oh yeah and I see him <laughs> I can actually see them yeah even, even in spite of these two masks I'm wearing so he blows them up. Away with them. He blows yeah. them up using stock footage, mm. and then great. Now he's down to five. Yeah, including sexy Roy, the including mo- motorcycle sexy. Ma- man yeah. who has reemerged and rejoined the family. Oh. So Roman destroys all of their toy models, <laughs> and scientist dad manages to make contact with Roman mm. and discovers that he's actually super horny. Yeah, and he wants to meet with Al- Alice. Yeah, Alice. 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 Yes, Alice of the humans. Of the humans. <laughs> um, this is all great. Fool humans, there is no escape. You sound like a human, not a Roman. But I want to see the girl Alice again. Sassy Betty, as yeah. I've got her. Sassy Betty does want to go yeah. uh, for the good of mankind. She really thinks she can make a difference. She thinks she can make a difference. Maybe talk Roman into yeah. uh, sparing the rest of the humans. Yeah. So they wrestle women, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think she says that. Yeah. And um, they wrestle her to the fucking ground and tie yeah. her up. Couple of slaps. Shirtlessly. She's all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she she eventually she she catches up. Johnny decides to sneak out and alert Roman to mm. the uh, thwarting of his mm. romantic rendezvous. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny confronts um, Roman and says, "You're a bully." He says, you will die. <laughs> I think you're just a big bully picking on people smaller than you are. Now I will kill you. <laughs> Immediately tries to kill him. But it doesn't work. And for yeah. that, Johnny says, all right, 
I might as well just tell you everything that we've got against you oh, right yeah. now. Here's every, how every we're secret. surviving a death ray. Yeah. Um, it's because we had an ear infection a couple of years ago. Yeah. And we've still got some of the stuff in our <laughs> system. <laughs> ear infections were very rare back then because nobody used in-ear headphones, you see? Yeah, you got to exactly. take care of yourself, everyone. You didn't need earbuds either for, for, to sleep in quiet because it was quiet. You didn't have to lock your door. Yeah. There's no blacks around. Yeah, there's no immigrants. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, you know, no, no ear infections, no verrucas even. <laughs> Wonderful. So next time you get an ear infection, you just vote conservative. <laughs> so Johnny vote gives Griffin. up all the secrets. Um, Roy and Elise um, show up, and I think... I think Elise, what, Elise. Elise. Elise, yeah. Eliza. Eloa Salah Salant. Eloa and Elise. <laughs> so they sneak off, and they end up sort of trapped in the undergrowth. They go to rescue Johnny. For some reason, the two of them. But Johnny gets away, and they end up just in... Roy takes his shirt off. Roy takes his shirt off. To and make a point. They tussle each other's hair a bit, and so decide to get married. Yeah. Everybody makes it back to the farm, whilst the robot ro- ro- Rotor goes back to his fucking cave to gesticulate <laughs> a bit more. Yeah. One shirtless wedding later. Because <laughs> he insists. He insists that he's going to get married the way his daddy did. It's an hour and six, this film. They could have had that conversation. That would have been character building, I think. <laughs> Are you sure you want weather shirt? Are you sure you want to expose <laughs> your frail, squishy fifties body <laughs> to the elements of the apocalypse? <laughs> Would you bear your manly breasts <laughs> to my daughter? I will. <laughs> well, Roy Orbison <laughs> and Sassy Betty. I've never respected anyone more. <laughs> or so, less. <laughs> or less. Just that's the first time I've respected someone. <laughs> so little Susie is gambling across a field, but she's also gambling with her life and yeah. she loses as well. She does. She loses the draw. Oh, God. She gets the gonorrhea of life, which is death. <laughs> Roman chokes her to fucking death, yeah. because that's an option for this lumbering <laughs> massive monster. And it is on her, because she stands a foot away from him and says, my daddy will protect you from... from <laughs> protect me from you. Yeah. And daddy ain't there. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's dead. She deserves it, if anything. <laughs> her daddy's dead. This, is, this weird German man is the one who's <laughs> actually there. He can't protect you from shit, love. Yeah, I think, well, Elise and, um, what's his name? Roy. Yeah. Roy. He's, he's, they've both snuck off to have a honeymoon. Yeah, a shirtless honeymoon. A shirtless honeymoon in the undergrowth. It's lovely at this time of year. <laughs> um, which unfortunately Ro- Roman manages to get in- interrupt to yeah. kidnapping Elise. Yeah. He, he steps in and he, and he goes, oh, it's, it's, you think Roy's hot shit? Can you do this? <laughs> <laughs> he strangles him and throws him off a, off a cliff. <laughs> He probably could have. No, he couldn't. <laughs> couldn't have. Shut up. Come with me. So they go off together. Yeah, in that 50s way of <laughs> carrying her against her will. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this stage, Johnny once again manages to spy on this destroyer of fucking worlds by mm. just hiding behind some rocks. Big blind spot. <laughs> Children. They come up with a plan. Yeah. Plan is. I'm ready. Johnny, go get killed by the thing. Is <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we'll sneak in and save Alice, which is our, our main priority. Yeah. The girl then... is dead. Um, there is a dead girl at this stage. And... Uh, yeah, there's a dead mm. girl. Johnny, the thing is, we don't have any more little girls. So our only hope of getting more kids mm. is getting Alice back. And we've Look. got to think about repopulation at this stage. Yeah. And you are you might be full of spunk, as, as previously covered, <laughs> but you're a long way off being able to put it anywhere. You haven't even got any balls, mate. <laughs> They're tiny. Look at them. <laughs> Look at them now. The size <laughs> of a shrunken apple. <laughs> Look at mine. So <laughs> mine are too long. <laughs> Roy Orbison's are the best balls. <laughs> so Roy Orbison. So buy Roy Orbison's balls <laughs> on the high street. Do do do, Roy. <laughs> Nobody balls like Roy. So 
Yeah, No Man reveals that he's from the planet Roman. Yeah, which and is great. It's fantastic. And that he is powered by an energizer, which yeah. is back in the cave. They, um, which doesn't actually come up. They don't actually manage to destroy the energize. Or maybe well, they... Well, they do, I think. Yes, by accident, when they're knocking stuff over. Yeah, and <laughs> because they're not aware of what it is. One of the microwaves or 50s re- yeah. refrigerators they knock over is it. Werner Herzog hates the impermanence of bubbles, so he destroys that <laughs> machine, and that just so happens to be the Energizer. But it doesn't really matter, because when he goes off to also murder Johnny Come Successfully, I think. Um, I guess so, yeah. He's, he's he touches kind of, his neck and he falls to the ground. Yeah. Um, the other Rome, the other Roman, the Lee Roman. Oh, it's um, Lee Roman, space. who has been in touch throughout yeah, to get we should, updates. We should, we should have said there was key <laughs> scenes um, from Roman to Roman, Roman to Roman. Yes, colon. During, yes, he poses complicated <laughs> and difficult uh, moral quandaries to which uh, Roman has to consider his course of action yeah. in very eloquent uh, soliloquies, yeah. <laughs> such as <laughs> I cannot, yet I must. How do you calculate that? At what point on the graph do must and cannot meet? Yet I must, what I cannot. And for his troubles, uh, well, he's he's fucking murdered before we can find out if the Energizer yeah was destroying that do anything. had anything to do. Yeah, and then yeah, it's all head dream. head. <laughs> well, head Roman plays all the dinosaur bits again. Oh yeah, then it's a dream. Yeah, roll footage. <laughs> Terrence what... Malick goes. Can I? Can I? <laughs> God, I don't think anyone's ever heard Terrence Malick's speech. But based based on what we know of him, um, can I pass through this night? Dude, can I can I use your uh, dinosaur footage? I want to use it in my movie, Song to Song. It's about the Austin uh, music scene. I think it's gonna be really tight. <laughs> I got Michael Fassbender. You got pretty much everyone. I'm actually a really well respected director. <laughs> Vocal fry the man. <laughs> so yeah, it is all a dream. Johnny wakes up, but oh no! Oh no! That thing's there. <laughs> so yeah, maybe the nightmare become real. Nightmare oh. City. And oh no, that thing's there. <laughs> so maybe the nightmare becomes reality. Yeah, maybe. And oh no, that thing's there. <laughs> so maybe the nightmare becomes reality. What's wait, they, wait. they play the same footage? Oh yeah, five second footage of him coming <laughs> emerging from the cave. It's just so horrific, Paul. I needed yeah. to see it that many times. It's like the end of Don't Look Now. So, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. Robot Monster. That's that film. Yeah, a, pr- a, a timely hour and two <laughs> <laughs> without credits. Hour yeah. and change. Uh, obviously, we didn't. We, we cut it off before the the post credit sequences of um, <laughs> Frank Langella coming out of the the soup. <laughs> Which sets up robot monster versus the fire maidens from outer space. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Paul, what did you make of robot monster? I just want to say, it's so nice to be this close to you and seeing you happy, ah. just smiling away. Smiling away from the film <laughs> juice that we've yeah, just Yeah, I'm glad we didn't do Hottie and Naughty this week. Yeah, that could have been hard. We wouldn't have been looking at each other. <laughs> or anything. Just... Yeah. We wouldn't have been. I still wouldn't have had my eyes back yet. They grow back. Being in Australia at springtime, it is also, um, it's hay fever season. Yay! And uh, my eyes are just blood at this yeah. stage. My um, face is as battle scarred. It's just a gash in the yeah. road. As a Terrence Malick character's past. <laughs> yeah. Have you passed through this <laughs> face? <laughs> nice. Ow! <laughs> good, good high five, Paul. Yay! We did it. Ow! No accidents. It was a dumb God film. Almighty. It was a dumb film. Rubbish. Um, it was some dumb. I quite enjoyed very it. Very funny moments. Yes. It, it was, was 
expertly inept. It was very, very poorly done. It was very pompous and yeah. sort of serious and straight-faced. And mm. you had the, um, what's his name? The uh, Elmer Bernstein score yeah. going full pelt. <laughs> um, but everything that was happening was utter nonsense. It's hard to say what my favourite aspect of... The human characters are mm. pure 50s cheese. Yeah. Which is great. It's very charming, in fact. And you get to like these characters a bit because of how ridiculous they are. I, I like them as a unit, I think. <laughs> yeah. Not as an individual entity. Well, I enjoyed Johnny and um, Alice's... Um, not Johnny. Uh, Roy, Roy Orbison. Roy, yeah, Roy Orbison and um, Alice. I enjoyed their um, hand-focused bonding montages over bits of technology. <laughs> that was very much the um, <laughs> Wives of Manos having their discussions with yeah. the Cobra where... <laughs> Just if you just open and close your mouth and do hand yeah. gestures, then people are going to believe that. Yeah, they're going to be fine. With I like fell for it. Filling in a conversation <laughs> um, where they're talking about the, the the size of the fish that they've caught recently. <laughs> but, I bought it. I went for all, for all in. <laughs> I know. I I saw. I offered you all kinds of treats and uh, didn't even didn't even pause and even raise. But yeah, it had all the the, the great fifty things of yeah. The 50s things of uh, a man macking onto a woman by kissing her until she yeah. gives up. Until she gets tired. It had the the ludicrous child with his wonderful non-one-liners yeah. um, that everybody everybody adored, even though they're outrageously um, unbearable. <laughs> yeah, and bleak. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess I should have played house with her more often when she was alive. Shut up, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. I just found her body, Johnny. Yeah. The grave is still warm. <laughs> It doesn't make sense if it's a kid's dream. A lot of this makes sense if it was just a kid's dream. This film has an intermission, Paul. Yes, it does. Halfway through, <laughs> it has an, an intermission. and it didn't I earn, needed it to stop laughing. <laughs> didn't earn that intermission, I've got to say. <laughs> it was the um, epic moment it chose to cut to intermission. <laughs> at the best of times nowadays, an intermission is hubris. But yeah. that's, again, out of 60 minute feature length, Paul. You've got you've to get over some time. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't have played all of this uh, Francis of Assisi, but... <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm yeah. glad they did. But anyway, look, the, the, the key thing here, the, the reason I love this, is the monster. Yeah. It, it looks dreadful. It looks so unconvincing and hilariously farting, awkward. Yeah. Just incredibly difficult to move in. Like, naff is the word. I yeah, guess. naff is a good word for this. And then his dialogue is delivered in this great pompous voice of just... The yeah. humans must come... And just, oh, Jesus, when we get to quick firing, so much of mine are going to be his dialogue. Yeah. Because it's just sublime. Oh, I mean, the ones that I could be bothered to write down. Yeah, or, or <laughs> I'm honest, I've got the memorable quote section of IMDb open. I'm just going to be reading from it for most of this because he says some beautifully shit things. Cert- they certainly are memorable. Yeah, it's, it's that. It's not as laugh a minute as, you know, um, yeah. Manos in the Hands of Fate, for example. Yeah. But it's a very entertaining and very short monster movie. Massively so, short. Yeah. It's, I, no, it's no mixed up zombies who died and oh fuck there, no it's not boring yeah I, I in fact i would watch it again it's something yeah. i don't often say about ogt but under the right circumstances i would absolutely give that one another go is that a vampire's kiss basically <laughs> yeah essentially and when, when we talk about and the films that I really like which i'll watch any second yeah oh, show, show girls we're, we're watching it now actually we were <laughs> just we it. were talking about you know being in the same room and taking advantage of, of all the things that we could do when we're recording and we did float the idea of putting something on netflix in the background yeah um probably for the best not because i, I struggle i've got your face i've got audacity <laughs> which is doing its weird thing yeah and i've got a phone on, on which i have my notes there's a cat which is actually more distracting that we haven't seen him in a while because now i'm wondering what he's doing oh, oh jesus there he is he's, he's right he was entirely behind Paul, latched, lounging out in a fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme-style spread-out 
pose. Eyes closed, as, <laughs> yeah. if, as if dreaming about an apocaly- a robot apocalypse. <laughs> Leaning on an elbow with the other hand on his hip. Oh, he does look like an absolute slut, doesn't he? <laughs> I'd but, fuck it. So, we yeah. All, we all would. We yeah. all would, and I'd fuck this movie as well. I think it was really... It was very poorly made, but in a charming way. I think I was fucked by this movie in a 50s yeah. way. And that I just... After, <laughs> about 20, after about 20 minutes of, yeah. of re- relentless nudging, I went, well, go on then. And then after that, once I'd accepted the fact that I was already being had sex with, it was pretty good. Yeah. I was enjoying it. Came around to it. I almost came. <laughs> Almost. Great. Well, speaking of the things that made us come, let's talk about... Let's do let's a quick fire. Quick fire. Right at the beginning of the movie, I like the fact the archaeologist played along with Johnny and his bullshit. Uh, yeah. He came in and he was like, you must die. And he's like, what's... What is he saying? <laughs> he's saying we must die. Of course. That is the nature of all living things, Johnny. <laughs> so we are born. <laughs> and then our balls get long. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just been thinking about it a lot lately. <laughs> I hadn't noticed until I went to the bathroom and scraped a knee. Yeah, they were great. I, I really enjoyed the leather jacket and polo neck. <laughs> I keep saying polo neck, turtleneck. Yeah. Um, leather jacket and turtleneck. It just really... It's a rocking combo. Oh, I just really got across the fact that they were two different characters. <laughs> totally different guys. Mm. I think the, 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 the polo neck motherfucker had a bit of a Peter Cushing to him. Oh. A bit of a Willem Dafoe from Life Aquatic type vibe as well. He had everything. Yeah. He had a lot going on. He was a shifting triptych of a man. <laughs> I love that in a person. You sound like a human, not a roman. <laughs> Fucking wonderful. What the yeah, fuck just is what? that? Jesus Christ. I really liked the... Um... Ooh, how many times did he repeat? I must, but I, I cannot. cannot. <laughs> About four <laughs> in a very short section. <laughs> That's philosophy, mate. That's philosophy, <laughs> motherfucker. Let's see Socrates beat that. <laughs> For conciseness. Um, I loved the sassy back and forth between Roy and Alice, and my favourite line is... Um, but he didn't know that I was there. Do you know why? Maybe you're not worth noticing. Well, now I know I'm in the right house. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's like, God, I'm going to sex you later. <laughs> God, I'm going to have with cigarettes you. with you. Whether you like it or not, dame. <laughs> Stop struggling. It's less fun this way. <laughs> Stop um, not struggling. <laughs> You better not not be struggling. <laughs> what? When I'm done through with you. What? I don't know. Want a cigarette? <laughs> I'm kind of woozy. <laughs> sure. Anything you want, mister. <laughs> but bacon on it. <laughs> oh, my heart is gay. Um, <laughs> very abstract when the lightning strikes and then you have the, the dinosaurs wrestling and then cutting back to the cave and then mm. suddenly a science bubble machine there. And yeah. The, 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 way, the way the effects were... You just just felt like he occasionally got the negative reel out and just flapped onto the screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> suddenly the boy would be dark and the sky would be light. And, and yeah, the, so, I don't um, know what that was getting at, all those weird lightning effects. Just that if you do enough effects, <laughs> so you, you, you then get it across to the audience that it's effects. Yeah, that's what George Lucas always, um, always stated. <laughs> Add another 50 million. <laughs> to my salary. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the the mother of the family, the maternal... The, maternal unit mm. one she was kind of heartbreaking a couple of times mm. it really moved me when she took off her wedding ring to give it to um alice so mm. that she could wear it just the idea of carrying on this ritual um really? yeah carrying on this ritual from yeah. like pre-apocalypse and you know and giving i don't know giving your daughter a wedding ring that you're actually currently wearing yeah. i think usually wedding rings are meant to skip a generation so the idea of just ripping yours off like oh, 
There you go. You yeah. better use it. Yeah. It's really sweet. And then later yeah. on, when she's mourning over the death of her grandchild, mm. I think it's all very sort of movies until there's a bit where they're moving. I think uh, Werner Herzog just picked her up by the fucking wrist and dragged her off. And you just hear her go, oh, no. Aw. It was just kind of sad. I guess fuck me for not really looking into it that much, I suppose. <laughs> fuck me, I guess. You were picking at your belly button at the time. Yeah, I think I was eating chips. <laughs> Out of your belly button. Out of my belly button is the only way to do it. Once you've tried... You'll never go back. You'll never go back. Into Can't. that library. <laughs> not now. Not, not, not since. They've seen too much. These kinds of films, they always have a, a, a minute. They always have a minute for some real surreal stuff. Yeah. And I, I just like sitting back and wondering why they decided to do it that way. Yeah. Or was it just because it felt like it could be possible? Yeah. Or it's co- it could be references to sort of cultural norms and... Uh you know technological norms yeah. at the time that are now lost to us you know mm. like i was interested in the static that cut mm. in whenever they cut off because mm. it doesn't look like static it's this weird sort of juddering image and maybe yeah. that's what you used to get back in the day if you tuned out of a tv channel oh yeah it could have been that yeah could have been commies though it could have been mm. and it probably was my remaining good things are just going to be things that roman says all right cool. um here's one very well i will recalculate your death will be indescribable. <laughs> Fantastic. Very good. <laughs> I the the I think it was when they had their first chat, the Roman and the the Who Mans. Yeah. Um and he just says chances of survival negative, negative, negative. So I mean I, I get it. I get. I get. I think it's creepy though. It's sounding bad yeah. <laughs> for us. Um, whenever our man is talking to the great one, it's brilliant because I think it's the same guy doing both <laughs> yeah. voices. Yeah, and so you get Not great. Trying. You get great back and forths. Like I have a favorable report. I have already eliminated one of them. Force was necessary. It was a simple matter of strangulation. That leaves four. Error again. Five. Four and one more, on whom I have made an estimate in relation to our strategic reserve. The plan should include one living human for reference in case of unforeseen contingency. Unforeseen contingencies is fantastic. But also, what are we doing here? <laughs> I also We're want to point joke. out. I also want to point out that throughout his his performance, the guy inside the monkey suit yeah. is gesticulating wildly with his yeah. hands and doing sort of power range yeah. movements. And yeah, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> it just doesn't match up with anything that he's saying. Yeah. Or the, 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 severe, the severe monotone of his voice. Oh, God, yeah. None of it works. <laughs> uh, and, and therefore everything does. <laughs> was it was it little Johnny, lovely little Johnny, who uses the phrase painless surrender death? Yeah, no. Is there a choice between a painless surrender death and the horror of resistance death? No, it is Roban who says it. Oh, really? He said, yeah. Um, it That's is, a shame. Yeah, little Johnny says something later on to the effect of, um, I'll go and volunteer and suggest that we're ready for a quick death. <laughs> Aww. But it's, it's Roman who says, surely a painless surrender death is preferable. Yeah, 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 it is. And then what's immediately the other compound word that gets said? By your clock time, in one hour, I seek you out. <laughs> what you're thinking about that wonderful compound yeah. word? I just want to congratulate the film on having a very clear anti-segregation message. Yeah, and um, and being pro- a very humanist film. Um, I think a very very positive message. Look, can't uh, we just live with the romance, the giant monkey men? Look, they're better than the Mexicans. <laughs> Demonstrably. Yeah, they got cooler masks. But I'm out. <laughs> um, I spent the, the second half just dying from hay fever. Yeah. Um, but but in that list and our reactions, I feel that. 
my, I was going to say love, my like for this film. My, my plat- deeply, sincerely felt like. My platonic love for this film <laughs> shines through. I I think that's beautiful. And I am happy to just end on saying that Roman is the fucking funniest thing in this movie. So, Wonderful. let's talk about the one better thing. Well, yeah, because we haven't got any OG team. No. Unless, now, Did come, you- come in here a sec. <laughs> now! <laughs> Now you're live on one good thing. You saw 25 minutes of uh, Rogue Lord Monster. What uh, what did you like, honorary member of the OGT like VIP? Um, I I like the robot monster. The yeah. robot monster. The, the titular. The titular. Yeah. <laughs> robot monster. It's like titular. a combination of an Ewok and a Teletubby when it walked. He was. He was, was Teletubby esque. The source of so much in, in science fiction to come, I think. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Can you prove that he what didn't inspire H.R. Giga's alien? No, can you? No. Oh can you, you, better, you better go then. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, before you go, can you just do can you just do for the fans at home an OG team? OG team that's really good, actually. I That's actually good. better than. She should probably be on the podcast. <laughs> she well, should probably replace both of us. Anyways, yeah, it's, 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 it's not it's easy. Right <laughs> Proof, if ever you needed it, listeners at home, that this is a hard job. And you should appreciate us more. Yeah, go on. Like you ta- Nell does. You take five, Nell. I'll <laughs> yes. send the cat in with a wet sponge. You Thank end it. You. Really appreciate it. In it. Round of applause from Nell, everyone. Hey. Woo! Hey. Anyway, n- <laughs> enough of that. One better thing. <laughs> the one better thing. Um, I didn't think of a one better thing. I enjoyed uh, this a lot, and I recommend it a lot. Oh, cool. Uh, Man the Hands of Fate feels quite close. Pretty good, yeah. I don't know if I've ever recommended a previous OGT film for an OGT episode. Ooh, but I did, would say Manos is close, but similar. Did we... But better. Did we recommend Gem and the, the Heartstrings, or whatever it's called? In relation to something else, yeah. maybe. Could have done. Song to song, probably. <laughs> that piece of shit. Oh, but I fuck me. I would recommend Manos in the Hands yeah. of Fate because it has that same sort of fifties feel, yeah. um, completely illogical plot. Yeah. Bafflingly uh, confident main characters for no reason, and just the worst special effects and yeah, wonderful yeah. ineptitude. Absolutely agreed. And the complete opposite of that would be A Quiet Place, directed and <laughs> starred in by John Krasinski. True. Starring Emily Blunt and Millicent Simmons. It's a really beautiful and terrifying horror film uh, that yeah. relies on and feeds the excellent dynamic of the family unit. Plus, there are crazed monsters in it, as advertised in the trailer that we saw for Roblox Bonspols. Yes, the, ter- um, the terrifying monsters of the trailer. Of the robot Jansport. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really well-observed piece. It is. With... With some scares, some dares, and some and some cares, some cares with a Z. Yeah. So you know it's real, and that's the one better thing. Done with notes. <laughs> notes of a losers. Call it. Call me Ferris Bueller because it's my day off. <laughs> yeah, you take a verse, mate. But also tell people how they can find out about one good thing. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> well, oh, it's hard actually. Yeah. Um, now, now we're together. <laughs> Social media doesn't seem so important. Yeah, why not? Tell you what, if you want to find out about one good thing, why not come to Melbourne or London? Yeah. Meet up with one of us, we'll tell you about it. Yeah, we're desperately lonely. <laughs> We've got nothing I mean, but a cat for company, most yeah, of us. Yeah, bloody cat. You've got you've got a housemate now. I've got a housemate who's worse than a cat yeah, in many ways. If, if anything. Well, cats don't spend ages in the kitchen making things that yeah. are delicious and smell good. Yeah, or in the bathroom, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cats only spend 20 minutes in the shower, in my experience. Yeah. 
And they only spend two hours every morning waking you up for food. <laughs> Unlike a housemate. Unlike a housemate who spends easily three. Yeah. <laughs> three days just to eat for one. Just crying outside the door. Wasteful species. <laughs> Be done with them. Yeah. Be done with your housemates as well, listeners at home. On Lose your housemates. TVIPs. Kick your housemates out and come find us and live yeah. with us. Live with us. Live with us. All of us. Start a cult. Start yeah. a murder cult. Let's, let's leave. Come, come on. on. It's not definitely a suicide cult, but it is a suicide yeah. cult. So you should join it, get in it, and then... Everything will be fine. It's a you aside and me aside cult. <laughs> and that's the one good cult. Yeah. The one cult thing. <laughs> well, tell the listeners at home, Paul, what the one cult thing is about robot. I think the one cult thing about um, robot monsters. Mm. I mean, yeah, it is, it, it is. It's the robot monster. Ah, okay. Yeah. How have you been anyway? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. We you know, it's some twat's house. Okay. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, <laughs> probably sometime between this and the next episode. Oh, God! <laughs>